On this episode of Make Me a Believer, Billy and I describe the sights and sounds of ghost hunting at Yorktown Memorial Hospital. So, we are on the top floor of the hospital, right? Yep. This was the nuns' quarters, as far as we know. The top floor was reserved for the nuns. Um, And we've stepped into one room that's definitely different from the rooms that we have experienced so far. Most of the rooms that we've experienced have have been like a single room, got a sink in them, kind of like a small little dorm room. But this room... Um, maybe a maybe a library, a rec room, maybe recreation right? area. There seems to be a there's a chess table, so you can play chess. There's oh yeah, it is. So I mean, under all the dust and everything, and there's some coins on that. Uh, it looks like they have a shelf for a library. You know, kind of a stash of books to read. Yeah, lounging Spots. area, couch, couple of recliners. Well, all dilapidated for sure. Um, maybe these open windows have created some issues in here. It looks like probably birds and rats have taken over this couch. Uh, but. Generally, what's your feel for this room? It's creepy. Creepy. It is. Yeah, it's it's really creepy. It, you think this is where the nuns used to party? Uh, I think this is probably where they party a bit. Um, I mean, can you imagine the? the types of individuals they had to deal with on a daily basis they probably needed a place like this to probably come and decompress how do nuns decompress I don't know <laughs> I mean really none of the textbooks or anything look like they're light reading no um, they don't look like they're very religious either I mean we've got George Thayer and then just a bunch of I think most of this is probably just props. You think? Yeah. All right. But very cool. I like this room. All right. Well, we will remember this room if we need to come back and chill out in front of a cool window. Ooh, what is this uh, painting that's been slashed up? Well, who do you think was in the, I mean, clearly that's a, a person... You think that's a religious figure? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So Billy, mm. 
in this drawer yes. is a half of a ruler. It's it's clearly been broken in half, about pretty close to half, because right at the six inch mark. Do you think that that's broken in half because a nun smacked somebody hard enough no. with this ruler that it snapped in half? I think that is the most rational explanation. <laughs> Okay. Well. I think, and instead of maybe gold stickers, they gave them at Racer X and condoms. Is that mm, what is that wrapper? It says, "Oh, it's a lens cloth." Okay, sorry. Racer X and a ruler. Yep. Okay, so an hour has passed, and so we've been asked to move to another area of the building. So we are in the basement. Mm -hmm. um, this is definitely very different from what we experienced upstairs, right? Because at least immediately when we've entered, there is tons and tons and tons of just mechanical supplies and clutter uh, all over the place. It smells like what? mold yeah wet, very very wet musty. wood wet paper unusual lockers um we're gonna work our way towards the back because apparently this is where there has been some occult activity uh that occurred about a year ago i think is what they said say, yeah um and uh it's also an area where they had a cage people that were detoxing or being interrogated or something and apparently sat down here there was a uh, double homicide or triple double homicide three people died I guess the person who tried to commit it may have perished as well so we're gonna go check that out uh, we need to find the cage and the ghost box cage and the ghost box So I'm in the basement, and I am uh, outside of a metal cage. You know, and this definitely looks like old school construction. Definitely heavy duty. Not something that somebody's going to break out of. Um, not exactly sure why there's a red fanged devil with a rope painted on the top above the door um, but it looks like this cage is probably about five or six by eight feet it's got a sink in it it's got a couple chairs it's solid metal on the back side and open cage on the other three sides definitely detox cage it's a detox cage yeah so this seems like a horrible way to detox somebody. I don't know why you can't just put them in a regular room. Um, unless the idea is you want them to bang the shit out of their head in this thing. <clears throat> and then be able to just stick your hand in and give them food or water or something. In the same room, there's a desk and there's a giant safe. 
And what I need is for somebody to communicate with the dead and tell us the combination to this safe. The safe is about two to about two, two and a half feet deep, six feet tall, and about four feet wide. Um, looks metal, doesn't sound metal. Can't open it. Anyway. Somebody walking in the floor. Is this what he's So he was talking about the splatter going from yeah, below yeah. upward. Yeah, all those little guys. And I don't know how, I mean, if somebody told me it's arterial spray and I'm... Well, you uh, think it would be more than that, right? You think, but... Well, I guess all these little things. Hmm. There's a part of me that wonders, you know, if it happened in the 80s and this was going on till the 90s, wouldn't they, like, clean this stuff up? Yeah, that's true. A murder scene? Something, something. Right? That's very true, actually. And who knows, with teenagers in here and doing whatever, you never know. All right, Billy, you want to describe what's happening? Yeah, we found um, other members of our group who have a spirit box or a ghost box, and what the ghost box does is it scans radio frequencies quickly so that um, spirits can speak through that white noise. You ask questions and you'll hear a disembodied voice through the spirit box, so we're gonna go listen.
you don't like visitors, please let us know. Speak to us in this box if you'd like. We're just here to listen. Is there a Susan here? Downstairs. Oh, you know why it's picking up better up here? I bet because it's in the open. open door right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I can't <laughs> see you. <laughs> there was a light. It just flashed in front of mine. Yeah, so I don't think we're getting anything. I think it's just that it's picking up a better frequency. So we are on the main floor. Let's hope this thing doesn't come crashing down. We're in the main floor of the building. Kind of unclear how this whole thing is separated out, but definitely this is a medical side to the facility because we've got a gurney in here. We've got, we're in a room with glass cabinets built into the wall with probably what used to be medicine bottles of some sort. Um, in the room beside us is a, uh, a room that's got um, some sterilization equipment. Um, still shiny. But, uh, there's, this is definitely different from other parts. So a lot of the other ones clearly were rooms for people to stay in, and these must have been rooms for people to be treated. you have any idea what the deal is with these clocks? One must be the time, and then the other must be how long 
the surgery has been going on for. Right, so one's a traditional clock that appears to have two hands, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. The other one, kind of hard to tell if there's more than one hand, but that one hand, it's, the clock is to separate out 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or zero. Well, yeah, I hope that the surgery doesn't last more than 55 minutes. So we're gonna have So what do you think this is? On off. I don't know what that does. Maybe it's for electroshock therapy. It's where they sterilize. They obviously haven't done that for a while here. <laughs> pads and Christmas ornaments. <laughs> it just says maxi pads on the 30 max pads, 30 max pads. Um, and then literally a cooler, styrofoam cooler filled with Christmas tree ornaments. So odd combination in here. Back to the room with the metal <laughs> bed. Uh, this room is labeled uh, respiratory therapy. And it, in its current condition, could cause respiratory issues for sure. I wonder what this... disgusting box is for here's some unusual medical equipment and there are creepy teddy bears in the room next to us yeah toys children's toys children's books weird So after exploring different parts of the facility, we went outside and we asked if a medium could join us on the inside and share some information with us. He indicated that a previous group had good luck in the kitchen area and that if we went there, we may be able to experience some phenomenon there as well. So what you're about to hear is a portion of the medium interacting with the crowd. One thing to note is that 
the spirit box was turned on. So you'll hear the whoosh, 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 whoosh in the background. Yes. Did your parents 
to commit suicide. No. Were they sad? Yes. Do you regret what you did? Yes. Were you hurt? Yes. Had you been struggling with emotional hurt for a while? Yes. If anyone wants to ask questions, please feel free to do so. Is there so how would we go about kind of yes, narrowing not. down the the time frame that she was here? Okay. Let's, uh, let's start with 1951 to 1955. Okay. So, uh, were you here between 1951 and 1955? Yes. Were you here in 51? No. What about 1952? Yes. 
priest here now? Is the priest here now? Did your child live a happy life? Say that one more time. Did your child live a happy life? No. Anything else? I'm going to try to challenge for you guys, too. My process, I'm just going to get really quiet, try to pull anything up, and then I'm just going to start telling you what I'm getting, okay? Do you want me to turn off the spirit box? I just see kind of a darkness. I see sorrow. Um, I feel like this individual is confined to just kind of living in the shadows. They are a shadow. Um, they are angry. They are hurt. Thank you. They are, I think they're also like struggling with men. Most men have not been kind to her. She's not experienced a lot of kindness. She seems grateful. Grateful for this kindness. Grateful for empathizing with her. She wants us to know that she was young and those things should happen to young people. They should have been protected. other sisters that knew but they didn't say anything but she respected them for not saying anything she knew it wouldn't have helped I'm getting that she just didn't feel a point She really wanted to be a nun. And she's mad that she didn't get to become one. I just told her it's okay. You know, you're still here. You're still doing this, and that's what's important. Just kind of settled that spirit just a little bit.
choosing almost 14. struggling to go back and forth between light and darkness. It's like, uh, I'm just seeing these flashes of, of, of light around uh, the space. Um, they just kind of disappear. Well, 
thank you for trying. I'm sure that this group is still looking to have an experience with you, and they would have definitely appreciated if you would reveal yourself in some way, even if I'm not here at that time. If it's a shadow, if it's something, they would really, really appreciate that. So if you can do that at a later time this evening, we'd really appreciate that. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. Anything else that you guys want to do or go to? On the next episode of Make Me a Believer, Billy and I talk about what we've seen and experienced provide our conclusion.